the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We made it to Friday. How about that? I'm Bill Carl. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley returns on Monday, and you will be hearing details soon of our big $3,500 Thanksgiving giveaway. And how much turkey stuffing and giblets could you put together for $3,500? That might be one of those things where you fly some family member in that you haven't seen for a very long time, uh, or you fly out to see them, or you meet in the middle and stay at some swanky hotel, and they do the cooking for you for Thanksgiving. How awesome would that be? You know, not to go off on a rabbit trail, but I don't think I've ever had a Thanksgiving meal that was not cooked in somebody's home kitchen. But I'm starting to see the attraction for folks who do the buffet thing on Thanksgiving. I'm starting to see the, here's what I like about that. No dishes to clean up, no prep, no getting up at four in the morning to make the stuffing, to get the bird trussed up and in the oven. On the other hand, one of our family traditions is the dudes in the house, and that would be me, gets up at four in the morning to make the stuffing and trust the bird and put it in the oven. So it's kind of a back and forth thing. The other thing that I do like about home Thanksgiving is when you're done eating, you don't have to get back in your car and drive anywhere. You just collapse on the couch and just, uh, or take that tryptophan walk. You know what I mean? Where you just jump out and you take a walk around the block. So you, you come back and you go, I took a walk around the block. Now I'm ready for pie. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Well, but anyway, look at our website, let's talk faith.com uh, for details on that. Uh, my promotions uh, guy, Kenneth Bonnet was telling me about it. $3,500 Thanksgiving giveaway. Pretty cool stuff. Well, <clears throat> we have um, some unfortunate headlines today, and we've been following this story to some extent uh, in Seminole Heights, uh, Southeast Seminole Heights. Uh, Unfortunately, where two seemingly random shootings have been connected, and now there is a third, and uh, Tampa Bay Police Force is, you know, they are, of course, very, very concerned. This one with just, I mean, within maybe a half a mile of the other two, if that, and uh, just so unfortunate. This this victim, a young man, uh, had just graduated Middleton High School, had gotten on the wrong bus. Uh, on the way home and ended up stepping off in the wrong place in the wrong time. And so Tampa police are trying to get to the bottom of that and, and figure that all out. And our prayers and our condolences, of course, are with those families and with those uh, victims and with that neighborhood. And we're praying for those that God has placed in a position to capture this person, to bring them to justice, that that would happen for them quickly. Some good news on the other hand, Florida unemployment. And you would have expected it to take a pretty big dip with Hurricane Irma. I think it was 147,000 jobs 
lost. We were talking about the Florida Keys. I mean, anywhere south of Isla Mirada is still a mess down there, and a lot of folks out of work. And then uh, southeast uh, Florida, Miami, Naples on the southwest coast all the way up, a lot of people displaced. Still and yet, our jobless rate down 3.8%. That's the lowest since April of 2007. And that was just before the recession hit. Um, 3.8%. That is absolutely amazing. Now, listen, I don't know if you're a Rick Scott fan. There's some things as governor that I haven't been super crazy about. Uh, but I got to tell you, he has been at it in terms of bringing jobs into this state. He has been relentless. I mean, it, going to other states and saying, hey, listen, um, <clears throat> company, we'll take your job. Come to Florida. Get a tan. So uh, you got to love that 3.8%. And that's not just good in terms of getting more people to work. But what it does is once that labor market tightens up and it's harder to get quality people, uh, that causes wages to go up. And that is a wonderful thing. So praying for that to continue. Thankful for the efforts that have been made. Here in Tampa Bay, we've had a very strong job market. Our city uh, fathers, uh, the guys in charge, uh, the men and women, actually, I say city fathers. That's about, oh, I'm the city father. <laughs> uh, uh, they have made this a competitive place and a place that people want to come and uh, make a career of that. And so we're thankful. So anyway, that is some great news coming out of the Tampa Bay area. And some great news today. We have an amazing program scheduled ahead of you. Uh, we are going to be talking here in a few minutes with Kevin Sorbo. Maybe you remember Kevin Sorbo from Hercules' legendary uh, journeys back in the 90s. That was like, you know, for a long time in terms of syndicated television, I want to say that was the number one program worldwide. 176 countries that program aired in. Then he went on to uh, Andromeda, which was the Gene Roddenberry thing. It was like, it wasn't specifically a Star Trek offshoot, but it was in that same world. If it, Okay, so if Battlestar Galactic and Star Trek collided in a black hole, what would come out of the other side? Andromeda. Uh, Kevin went on to be in movies like Soul Surfer, uh, Meet the Spartans, Call the Conqueror, and uh, God's Not Dead, which, by the way, was a $2 million movie. You've heard this song, God's Not Dead, He Surely... I sound just like Michael Tate when I sing that. Um, so Kevin was a part of that production. $2 million budgeted for that movie, $75 million at the U.S. box office. So really amazing. Also got the Movie Guide of uh, Award for the most inspirational performance of the year that year and uh, best family movie of that year. Pretty cool stuff. He's going to be on talking about a new movie coming out October 27th. It's called Let There Be Light. I was watching the trailer for that movie and a little teared up. A little bit of a, you know, a little sad there. A little sadness there, Mike. I hope you don't mind. Mike just shaking his head. I don't care, man. Mike's in there going, I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm on Facebook. I'm taking a poll. Whatever. Uh, but a little teary-eyed there watching that movie. We'll talk to Kevin about that. We're going to talk with George Stanky as well. He's a pastoral counselor with Focus in the Family. This is uh, Clergy Appreciation Month. And uh, George and I are going to talk about some of the things that pastors really struggle with, some of the areas in which ministry is very tough and very lonely and where you can make an impact, where you can be a person 
who proactively encourages their pastor verbally, written, really making it making it known to your pastor that he is loved, that his wife and his family are loved, that you are there to take care of them. Because you know what? Our pastors need it more than ever. Here's a statistic uh, that just absolutely blows me away. 84% of current pastors, 83% of former pastors say they feel like they're on call 24 hours a day. 48%, almost half of them, say the demands of ministry often feel like more than they can handle. That should resonate. That should absolutely resonate with you. And if you think about that when I say it and go, well, you know, that's just the way that it is. They answered the call to the Lord. We need to pray together pretty soon. Okay. So anyway, we're going to talk with George Stanky about that. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, my friend Ben Kaiser from Movie Guide. We're going to talk about some movies coming out in the theaters this week. Uh, there's, well, actually they're out now. Uh, one is the, um, oh, help me, help me, Mike. I missed it. It was right in my notes too. Cause we talked, we, the smoke junker jumper movie. Which one is that? Oh, come on. Oh, you're killing me. You're killing me. Uh, it's my fault. Uh, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about a new movie with Greg Kinnear Renee Zellweger, John Voight is in this, the guy from Amistad, I can never say his name correctly, same kind of different as me is coming out, and that's a powerful film, powerful story, true story, I have some friends who are actually associated with that, uh, and that is coming out in theaters, and uh, I, I can hardly wait to see Renee Zellweger back on the screen, I always thought she was a terrific actress, okay, what is it? Sorry, I was too busy taking that Facebook poll to, uh, uh, now, I'm, now, I'm, now I'm locked in, I didn't I'm mean to throw. I didn't mean to throw you under the sorbo It's bus, fine, or... it's fine. Okay. So it's uh, the movie's called uh, Only the Brave. Only the Brave. Josh Brolin is in that. That Good dude's flick. a great actor. So we're going to talk about that uh, with Ben Kaiser. So we have a lot coming up on the program today. We're going to recap Dr. Tom Woodward and the C.S. Lewis conversation we had earlier in the week. Just so much to do. Hey, I have a question for you. If Kevin Sorbo had a museum for his works, would it be the Sorbonne? Dun, 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 dun. That's my cue to take a break. Back with Kevin Sorbo in just a few moments here on Faith Talk 57910 FM 102.1. You can find us online at letstalkfaith.com. Our Facebook page, I promise it'll be a lot funnier than that Kevin Sorbo joke. That was, or if he stubbed his toe and broke the, that would be Sorbonne. No, I'll have to work on that. We'll be back with more in just a minute. It's Friday. I'm excited. There's only one reason to be excited about Taco Tuesdays, tacos. Now you have 59 reasons to get excited about Wednesdays. When you book an appointment for Wednesdays with Mr. Sparky, you'll save 59 bucks off the service fee for your visit. That's right, on Wednesdays you can get the weekend honeydew list done, and there's no charge for the service call with Mr. Sparky. You just pay for installation repairs and necessary parts. I don't get why so many people still have old-school home security systems. Meet Ryan, a police officer, not an actor. Expensive contracts, false alarms, easy to disable. I wouldn't own one. Like so many officers, Ryan chose Blink Home Security. 
Blink got home security right. They're discreet, super affordable video cams you install yourself in minutes. They're wireless and run on two batteries that last two years. Blink is motion activated so when it detects something in or around my home, it sends a video alert to my smartphone. If it's a threat, I call 911. And Blink's live feed option is total peace of mind. It lets me check in on my smartphone from anywhere. So I know when my kids get home, doors are locked, everything's code for. Cameras start at just $99. Order now and get 10% off at BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. Officer endorsement compensated. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. You're listening to Faith Talk 570910 FM 102.1. Great to be with you on this Friday afternoon. I'm Bill Carl. In for Bill Bunkley. He returns on Monday. I hope he brings me something from Lebanon. I went to Lebanon and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. No, I'm just kidding. He went with a group called uh, Heart for Lebanon that does a tremendous uh, work. We associated with them last year through my friend Jack Hibbard and... Uh, the work that they are doing amongst displaced uh, Syrian refugees and, and sharing Christ with them and educating their children and really taking Jesus right to them in the midst of a very tough situation is powerful. It's not an easy place to go to. It's not an easy thing to participate in. And I just uh, applaud Bill for making that journey. And I'm, I'm looking forward to his story uh, as he comes back on Monday. So back in the uh, the early 90s, really cool syndicated program came on. You'd catch it on Saturdays, you know, on the television. Uh, and it was one of those shows, you know, you kind of flip it on. You'd be like, eh, you know, this is pretty good. And then pretty soon you were hooked, along with uh, folks in 176 other countries around the world. Is Hercules, The Legendary Journeys with Kevin Sorbo. And uh, Kevin went on from there to uh, be on... Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda, another great sci-fi show, ended up in some movies with uh, uh, folks like Dennis Quaid and Helen Hunt in um, Soul Surfer. And then God's Not Dead, which was a $2 million budget movie, ended up in coming out in theaters. And that thing ended up with a $75 million box office. And I don't say that because it's important to line people's pockets. I say that because it just speaks to when a quality movie is made with a great message that you can say anything you want. You can even talk about God and people are going to be riveted by that conversation. And so uh, that was huge. And so Kevin and his wife um, um, have come out now now with a movie, Kevin and Sam, and it was uh, also helped brought to, uh, to fruition by uh, Fox news host, uh, host on Hannity. It's called Let There Be Light, and it comes out in theaters October 27th. And here to talk about that with us is Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. 
Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, listen, man. Uh, just taking a look at, I, I was telling my producer, uh, Mike Miracle, before we jumped on the air, I just I just went to the site and, and flipped on the uh, the trailer for that. And man, I have to say that story touched me. Just the trailer, I was I was getting a little misty. That, I mean, in addition to the plot, which we're going to discuss and all this, I have to say, it look it just looks like a great movie. And I have to tell you, after years of trying to go to faith based movies, even as a Christ follower, to sit there and look at a movie that actually looked good and sounded good and, and was compelling, that was really a neat experience for me. Well, thanks. But you also like my other movies, What If and God's Not Dead and Soul Surfer, right? Well, yeah, but those are all. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Right into the corner. Just right into the corner. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought Soul Surfer was a great movie. God's not dead. But I'm just telling, you know, I, I think sometimes it's just nice to see that kind of quality. And it's you know, nice to, you know, I, I didn't mean that as a backhanded compliment. Oh, no, 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 no. I was just getting a shameless plug for my other movies like that. There you go. Um, Available uh, you know on <laughs> online. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a, a a pleasure to do this. I mean, I used to direct back in my TV series, Hercules and Andromeda. This is my first time directing a feature. And uh, the way the story came together is really a total God thing because my wife uh, wrote it along with Dan Gordon. Dan Gordon was up in the Academy Award. He wrote uh, the, the Hurricane with Denzel Washington. He wrote White Earth, Kevin Costner. And I read the script and it was done. I said, this is amazing. Three days later, I get a call from Sean Hannity saying, hey, I love your faith-based movies. I love your family movies. Do you have any? And I said, yes. We flew to New York. We pitched them. 30 minutes later, he wrote a check. And here we are 15 months later, and the movie's out already. And that's unheard of. Most movies take up to three to five years from an idea and a script to actually getting shot in, in, on the on a theater. So this has been an amazing roller coaster ride. Well, with a writer from The Hurricane, you've got to know that the script is going to be tight and it's it's going to be well-written. Uh, give our listeners kind of just of a short uh, thumbnail sketch of this story, Let There Be Light, and uh, the character you play, Saul Harkins. Well, Saul is uh, hes kind of like a, a, a Richard Dawkins or, or a Hitchens. He's like one of the, the world's most famous atheists, and he, he, he wrote many books. He relishes going after uh, you know, any Christians in terms of debates and things. But on the flip side of that, his life is pretty miserable. I mean, eight years earlier, his oldest son at, at the age of eight had passed away. He was always an atheist. His wife was always a Christian. That was the one thing they all sort of battled on, but that death of the son tore them apart. And it just sort of inflamed him more for his passion to fight against any sort of religions. And he has a life-changing event that doesn't really, you know, mesh with his worldview. So he, the only person that really knows him is his ex-wife. And this movie touches on a lot of subjects. It talks, it talks about, you know, the father that he hasn't been to his kids since the, his oldest son died. His other two boys are sitting there sort of floundering without a, a, a dad. And, um, you know, there's a bunch of storylines that sort of meet together at the very end of this movie. And it's a movie about hope. It's a movie about faith and redemption. And ultimately, it's a love story as well. And I think people are they're going to have a lot of humor in here as well. But trust me, there's, there's, a, there's a clean extra two that you're going to need when you watch this movie. Well, we live in a time... When we need encouragement, I think right now, uh, the climate in our country, uh, just the division, the, the 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 anger that seems to be a part of our our daily lives. It's it's nice to be able to sit back and watch something that's going to lift us up and not uh, uh, bring us down. And, and you mentioned the theme of fatherhood because Saul Harkins is a guy, you know, he's he's separated from his wife. He's got two boys. Uh, having lost his other son, he's kind of neglecting them too. And there's a theme here that uh, about fatherhood that seems to be current in our society, the, the undervaluing 
of fatherhood, the attack that it seems to be uh, undergoing in our country. What do you think that's all about? Well, you know, it's been going on for decades. I mean, if you go back to the 60s, you look in the minority um, divorce rate and, and absent father rate, it was about 20 percent. Today, it's at 80 percent. And, you know, I think a lot of our government has to do with it. A lot of our social programs have to do with that. A lot of our education system has to do with that. And uh, it's, it's, you know, you look, you look at the anger going out there with these riots that have gone on from Ferguson to Baltimore to, the, you know, to Chicago, the death rate there, and the college students going around there. I mean, I've always asked people, I said, do you think the mostly under 30 years old of these, the mostly males, do you think if they had a father figure in their life, do you think they have biblical principles taught to them? Would they be out there doing what they're doing? I don't think so. Mm. So it, it's, this movie really shines a light on that because it, you're right. It is a dark world right now with all the terrorism, with all – I mean, we talk about ISIS in the movie. We talk about uh, terrorism. We talk about the, the, the father issue. We talk about the hate and the anger and the frustration from people. You know, people are looking for something. They're tired of all the negativity, and they're looking for something positive. And here's a movie that really shines a light on it. Here's a movie that has hope in it, that has – uh, a, a place to find some some self-esteem to find a, just a nugget in there that's going to touch somebody's life i love action movies i love visual effects movies but let's face it most of those you you walk out like a roller coaster ride you didn't care about anybody these kind of movies you can relate to the characters and it's going to touch a lot of people's lives we're talking with kevin sorbo he's the director the producer and the lead uh, in the movie Let There Be Light, which is out next week, October 27th. You can learn more at LetThereBeLightMovie.com. Kevin, we're going to break here in just a minute. I hope you'll stay with me through the break because I want to talk about this more. But I do have one more uh, question that just popped into my brain as we talk about that theme of fatherhood. You know, Saul Harkins, the character you play in this, Dr. Harkins, uh, again, no longer with his wife. His one son is dead, two sons really functionally neglected in this movie, and yet uh, not to be a spoiler alert, but God does some amazing things through this movie to to reconnect that family. Do you think there's a message here, too, for those those couples who are maybe 30-something or 40-something, and they felt like that, you know, they're still bound together by their kids, but other than that, they don't ever feel like there's any hope that it could all be put together again? Yeah, and I think it starts, you know, you talk about the father issue. I think it talks with the father above as well, with a capital F. I think we've gone away from the churches. I mean, we give Bibles to prisoners. And yet we've taken it out of our schools decades ago when it used to be the principal uh, book of, of any kid at any age level in any school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we complain about when we kick God out. We complain about when bad things happen. Well, bad things happen to all of us. Everybody has a story. I'm not perfect. I'm the last guy to think that I'm a perfect person. So don't think that I'm getting on some high religious, you know, chair and saying you guys are wrong and I'm right. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a not a good person. I know I'm not, and I have to ask for forgiveness all the time. But I think that's the biggest thing that's going on right now is the decline in church. We're letting government run our churches. Uh, you know, separation of church and state was set up by Jefferson to keep government out of churches. But the media and our, our government has done a great job of reversing that and flipping that around, and it's completely wrong. It's not what he meant by that. Mm. Strong message. Kevin Sorbo is with us. We're going to talk more about the movie Let There Be Light when we come back here on Faith Talk 570910 FM 102.1. And the website again is LetThereBeLightMovie.com. Be back in a minute. You've been to open house, signed progress reports and permission slips, and unfortunately, the doubts about your child's school you had in August have proven true. 
it's not too late to change. At ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find quality private schools like Tampa Bay Christian Academy for half off the first year's tuition. Tampa Bay Christian Academy in Central Tampa educates for eternity with grades K-5 through 12. One half off tuition is left at ChristianTuitions.com. Tired of just the milk of the word? Ready for some steak from the scriptures? Come to Bible College. This is Dr. Rod White, president of Solar Scriptura Bible College. Now time and finances are no longer an issue. Total investment for everything is $1,000 a year. Two Saturdays a month, you will be mentored by trained professors. Study every chapter in the Bible in four years. Join us at Sola Scriptura as we study the mind and heart of God as revealed in His Word, the Bible. Call me at 727-614-6372 for an info packet. Start studying the meat of the Word. Call me at 727-614-6372 for an info packet. That's 727-614-6372. CM Bible College. That's Sola Scriptura Bible College. With SRN News, I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. President Donald Trump is promising the biggest tax cuts in the history of the nation. This following Senate passage late last night of a $4 trillion budget blueprint, which is a key component of tax reform. Protesters outnumbered supporters at yesterday's speech by white nationalist Richard Spencer at the University of Florida. In addition, Gainesville police spokesman Ben Tobias says a non-fatal shooting incident broke out after the event. People in a silver Jeep began harassing a group of protesters that were on foot. An argument ensued, and the people in the Jeep reportedly began threatening the protesters with Nazi salutes and Hitler chants. Three men were arrested after a shot was fired at the group of protesters, and police say two of the three people arrested have connections to extremist groups. A jury has been seated for that trial that sparked the national debate over sanctuary cities. And on Wall Street, the Dow is at 138 points. Are you looking for direction in your life? Here's today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Sometimes, if we're not careful, we can even make an idol out of the Bible. Now, listen. There is no better way to know God than through His Word, His perfect, inerrant, inspired Word. But ladies and gentlemen, the goal of reading the Bible is not to know about the Bible. It's to know the God of the Bible. The Bible is the means by which we learn about God and what He desires for our life. And there are people who love to learn Bible knowledge and fight about the Bible and argue about doctrine and act just like unbelievers. That is not worship, okay? The goal of all Bible study is to get us in touch with the Creator. You're listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress, author of the brand new book, A Place Called Heaven. You can learn more by going to ptv.org. Pastor, as you witness what's happening locally and nationally, do you wonder how you and your congregation can truly impact the world around you? The Acts 2028 Pastor Network is here for you. We'll help you engage in a community of like-minded leaders, provide practical, trustworthy education on the issues we're facing, and empower you with free, personalized tools to impact the culture as you lead God's people. Get the help you need at 2028pastors.com or email info at 2028pastors.com. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. 
And uh, looking forward to Bill's return on Monday. So Dr. Saul Harkins is a rock star atheist, kind of a Christopher Hitchens type character. Divorced from his wife, has two sons. One of his sons died. He's been broken by that and uh, has a car accident. Four minutes, clinically dead. He comes back and something has changed dramatically for him. Kevin Sorbo is the lead actor in the movie Let There Be Light, also the director, the producer. This comes out October 27th. Put this together with his wife, Sam. Sean Hannity from Fox News helped make this happen. Kevin, thanks for joining us on the Bill Bunkley Show. So so Saul wakes up from this this accident, from this, this death experience, and, and, and without spilling all the beans, he's changed dramatically right then, right? Yeah, you know, he, like I said, he's, he's sort of all of a sudden torn. Uh, he has a vision, and the vision really tears him apart, and he's, it confuses him, it angers him, it frustrates him, and, uh, you know, th- there's a point where he could even go more off the deep end. He's already got a pill problem. He's already got an alcohol problem. Um, but his wife, his ex-wife, was really the person who comes in and sort of saves the day with him. And uh, he gets a chance to meet uh, a, a pastor, the church that she goes to. And he is really sort of the, the, that, that final nail, so to speak, in the cross that wakes this guy up and brings him back to life. And it's, um, it's a very moving and touching story. My wife, like I said, she co-wrote it. She stars as my ex-wife in it. My two, my two boys actually are in the movie as well, playing my sons. Uh, Dionne Warwick's in it. She sings the title song. And Travis Tritt's in it. He plays a doctor. I mean, we had a wonderful cast. We shot down in Birmingham, Alabama, and just had, had a great time down there. Everything just really meshed together. And uh, we're just very fortunate the way everything happened. We, we kept saying it's a God thing over and over again. So what I have to ask this question because it just what's it like acting like a, as a married couple but the person who is opposite you the actor opposite you is actually your wife I mean how does that go when somebody messes up a line Oh oh it goes fine it, it, it's, uh, you know we we I think have our battles like any other couple does you know and she she's a very strong-willed person and I'm very strong-willed and uh, you know, she has ideas. I have ideas, as everybody does, you know, mm-hmm. but it was pretty smooth on the set. And, um, you know, we've, we've worked together a number of times before. We actually met years ago on the set of Hercules when I was shooting that for seven years down in New Zealand. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was a love at first sight kind of thing for both of us, you know. We, and, um, you know, it's it's. I value her opinion because she's 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 smarter than me. She does the homeschooling of the kids. You know, I take care of the physical education part of it. There you go. (laughs) Kevin Sorbo is with us on the Bill Bunkley show. He and his wife, Sam, have put together this movie, Let There Be Light. And again, I I said it in our last break. I, I just viewing the trailer. I mean, I was I just felt a lot of different emotions. Got a little, you know, had a little bit of a guy cry there. Uh, looking forward to seeing the whole production. It debuts October 27th. And, Kevin, uh, in addition to hoping people, you know, experience uh, all of the emotions that are part of this movie, what do you really hope for folks as they watch Let There Be uh, Light? You just said the word. I think hope. I think uh, that's, to me, you look what's coming out of Hollywood, especially the stories coming out of Hollywood now. That casting couch has been around forever. It's Mm -hmm. about time that, you know, you're going to have a domino effect with what's going on in the dark belly of Hollywood. And, you know, I get stopped. I used to get stopped all the time for my Hercules series or my Gene Roddenberry Andromeda series for all those sci-fi fans out there. I get stopped more than 80% of the time now walking through airports or wherever I may be. People say, 
Love God's Not Dead. Loved What If. Loved Soul Surfer. Please make more movies. Please make more like that. Well, here we made one. I think this is the best I've ever been part of. And the reality is we're not Hollywood. We cannot compete with them financially in promoting these things. We need, we need what happened to God's Not Dead happen to this movie because it becomes word of mouth. We need people opening weekend, October 27th, to go to the theaters. They need to go to the theaters now. If they go online, as you mentioned, to letthebelightmovie.com and see if the movie's showing in their neighborhood. If it's not, go to your local theater. Tell your churches. Tell your pastors that, you know what, we'll fill this place up because it is called show business after all. It's a business. These theater owners, if you say, hey, we'll fill it up for three days, they'll bring the movie there. And trust me, just by having that happen, more movie theaters will be added. We're at 300 screens now, which for a $3 million movie is a big deal. But we can make this much bigger because people need this movie. They need uh, the darkness of the world right now. We need Let There Be Light to shine the light on the darkness and evil that's going on in our world, not let alone our country. Well, I can uh, cannot uh, encourage you enough listening to check this movie out next weekend, LetThereBeLightMovie.com, and we'll... Uh, Give a ring over to AMC, West Shore, and Veterans and all that and say, hey, are you playing the movie? And if not, we'll make it We'll make it happen here because I, I would be in total agreement with you, Kevin. I just think we need a movie like this right now, and I personally uh, can hardly wait to see it. And I know that with movies like this, we've just got a few moments left. You know, you guys don't just blindly put it out there. You have folks watch it before it hits the theaters. How are audiences reacting? Unbelievable. I mean, we've just, uh, we've done, I don't know how many we've done, maybe about a dozen of them across the country. My wife and I were just in Washington, D.C. at the Value Voters Summit and screened it there for hundreds and hundreds of people that stayed around for the late screening at 10 o'clock. And as people walked out, there were people in tears. There were people that were just, wow, this is amazing. My wife did the testimonials and videotapes. I sat there and asked, answered people's questions, took photos with people. But I heard a group of teenagers that walked out, probably 15, 16 years old, and one of those young men said that's the best movie i've ever seen mm. and I, I should have grabbed him and said go tell it to my wife right now get that on phone because <laughs> you know that that's we want to reach out there we want to reach out to these the, this young generation out there because this is our future you know i i, I look at myself now and i feel like 18 years old was yesterday and i'm not 18 anymore so Amen. it does go by yeah. fast and 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 we need more people young young people like that that want movies like this Kevin Sorbo talking about the movie Let There Be Light in theaters October 27th. Thank you so much for joining us, Kevin. God bless you and your wife, Sam, and everybody associated with Let There Be Light. I'm Bill Carlin for Bill Bunkley. God bless. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a moment. Bill Bunkley here. Have you thought about how many people were involved in your last car or truck purchase? The salesperson, the sales manager, the general manager, finance and insurance managers, and on and on it goes. Getting through the sale can be a real grind. Not so at Rivard Buick GMC. When you buy from Rivard, the process is so streamlined that from the handshake on throughout the entire transaction, even finance and insurance, you work with one person and one person only. No other dealership does it this way. Such a refreshing way to buy a vehicle. And one of the family owners is always on hand should you need that special Rivard touch. Rivard is Florida's largest selling GMC Sierra dealer with over 100 in stock at all times. Check out the savings today at RivardBuickGMC.com. Once again, that website is RivardBuickGMC.com. Or visit Rivard on Route 60 in Brandon. And when you do, tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. 
If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. What do you say when you're asked about abortion, suicide, euthanasia, and capital punishment? You know how you feel, but can you share your thoughts effectively, compassionately? Do you know what the Bible says? Now you can, with the help of Pastor Philip DeCourcy from Know the Truth Radio. Not all killing is murder. There is a distinction between taking innocent life and taking the life of those guilty of heinous crimes. Pastor Philip wants you to have a free USB flash drive with his biblical teachings on matters of life and death. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword life. When God dies in the mind of a culture, man dies. Pastor Philip confronts the moral issues of our time in matters of life and death. It could help you influence others to preserve, not destroy life. Ask for your free USB flash drive. Log on to letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. That's letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at mrsparkyflorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at mrsparkyflorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with the electric, something's wrong. Click mrsparkyflorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, a new spirit, and they will live in the land that God has given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Show. I'm Bill Carl, filling in this week, thankful for the opportunity to be with you. And one of the things that we're thankful for here at Faith Talk is to be able to offer parents who want to have their children in a Christian school to be able to do that at a reasonable price. When you go to this website, ChristianTuitions.com, 
You'll find half off your first year's tuition at amazing Christian schools. I know Elfer's Christian School in Newport Ritchie is one. Uh, we have uh, tuition available at Bayshore Christian School, which is in the heart of South Tampa, and also Tampa Bay Christian Academy. If you're listening in the Sarasota Bradenton area, Sarasota Christian School is just an amazing uh, facility. I've been there several times. I've had a chance to speak with their administrators uh, and their teachers and their students. And this is a place that if you are just, you're not happy where you're at and you're saying, you know what, after Christmas vacation, we're doing something different. I really want to encourage you to go to ChristianTuitions.com, have a look at the available schools and get your child into a school that you feel like the values you teach at home are going to be backed up uh, with biblical truth and academics that are suitable for your child. Again, ChristianTuitions.com. Speaking of scholarship, uh, one of the great scholars here in the Tampa Bay community is Dr. Tom Woodward. He is the uh, research professor of Bible and theology, also teaches apologetics and history of science at Trinity College in Trinity, Florida. You hear him week uh, weekends, Saturdays at 5 o'clock during the Universe Next Door, and he is the founder of the C.S. Lewis Society. All this week we've been really featuring that ministry Dr. Woodward, first of all, again, we're so thankful you've been able to spend time with us to talk through uh, all the great things the C.S. Lewis Society is doing, but also to share resources with our listeners who are saying, listen, I know I don't have to check my brain at the door to embrace Christ, but I want to share the truth with others. We are living, and thank you for the opportunity to be with you, Bill. You are one of my heroes uh, in communicating the truth. I appreciate you and your labors here. And we've been together for about 10 years. I know. It's been a great ride. So the, the resources, and that's what C.S. Lewis Society tries to do through talks and lectures. We've done a number of debates that have on university campuses. and But we're also trying to point people to, like, for example, DVDs that they can get at a reasonable cost that will blow them away. And we, of course, Illustra Media, our favorite supplier of science or evidence for design documentaries, produces a high-quality product that's almost hard to describe. It is mm-hmm. so off-the-chart, high-quality. So such um, works as The Privileged Planet, uh, Darwin's Dilemma, and, of course, the the original original DVD, uh, Unlocking the Mystery of Life. All of those and many more are available. They can um, Anyone listening today can contact us for more information. They actually are appearing there in our bookstore. Our book and video store has those available. But to me, um, just sitting in front of a teacher helps. I'm going to be presenting two courses coming up the second and I think it's maybe the third week of January. I'll have to check the date, but it's basically right in the beginning of January. Uh, we are going to be able to take a course on intelligent design and Darwinism, and that's up at the Trinity College campus. Also, an entire three-hour course that goes through May, same same uh, period starting January, on C.S. Lewis. Mm. And we call that C.S. Lewis, Apostle to the Skeptics. And we're, we're covering several of his most famous books where he presents the case for, for Christ and for Christianity. And we even do a little science fiction um, a trip. <laughs> we, <laughs> we take the students to Venus. How's that? There you go. Where they get to see a re- rerun of the story from Genesis 1, 2, and 3, as it were. The famous uh, sci-fi book by C.S. Lewis Paralander. All that and much more in the C.S. Lewis course. So, um, And maybe if we have time, I could mention even the spectacular book, and the author who's coming to Tampa Bay, um, the the story for reality. Yeah, we'll get into that in just a moment. Let me give you the website first, apologetics.org. That's apologetics.org. All of this information is posted there for you. 
and lots of resources. I, I kind of think of apologetics.org as really a, a central hub where there's so many resources and books, but also, you know, you're so kind. What I really enjoy about uh, the universe next door is you're not shy about sharing other resources. Folks mm -hmm. like uh, Dave Coppage and Krev.info, mm -hmm. uh, our friends at uh, the Discovery Institute tying us in with them. Evolutionnews.org. Evolutionnews.org. Mm -hmm. uh, all those different opportunities uh, to really tap into these discussions and and find those resources you've been looking for. I, I think that's the hardest part is sometimes you know what is true, mm -hmm. but you're looking for those resources to reinforce that truth and that argument. And apologetics.org is that. Mm -hmm. So, again, and you mentioned this earlier, over the years I've been able to kind of be a fly in the wall while you've talked to folks like Doug Axe and, and Stephen Meyer. Uh, one of the folks that we really enjoy uh, being with on the universe next door is Greg Kokel. For our audience on the Bill Bunkley Show, introduce him and talk about what's coming sure. up with him. Well, I would say Greg Kokel uh, is now a entering the realms of first-tier, world-renowned apologetics uh, or apologist, if you wanted to refer to him as the term, who one who presents the case for Christ using the the powerful venue of apologetics. Greg Kokel uh, came to faith, I believe it was in his high school or college years, I forget the details, but once he came to faith, he never looked back. He said, this is true, but it's not just true, it's true, you know what I mean? Overwhelmingly, <laughs> yeah. right. uh, you know, uh, shockingly true. It's so true that it would convince anybody with an open heart and an open mind from any worldview outside of the Christian uh, Weltanschauung as we call it in German, the, the, the way of thinking, the set of beliefs and assumptions that characterize our approach to all of reality. And so when, when he uh, began writing his books, uh, and he started Stand to Reason, uh, str.org is their website, he began to produce high quality but also engaging, fun, and practical works, both videos, lectures, he has his own uh, podcast, his book Tactics, he actually dons, uh, as he did when he came to Tampa Bay a year ago, uh, the dirty uh, raincoat of Colombo, <laughs> yes. and acts out, uh, pretends that there's a uh, Peter Falk, a Sto yeah. yeah, Peter Falk, Stogie. Uh, uh, just one more question, and he's, he he does it better than Peter Falk did. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so but that Colombo tactic is now has made him world famous, and just for such a time as this, he wrote. He's been working on it for 20 year, years plus. He wrote the book, The Story of Reality. I mean, truly, uh, skyrockets should go off at this point because the story of reality, subtitled How the World Began, How It Ends, and Everything Important in Between, is a book for this age. It is, it is, it is staggering. And so the fact that that book is available, I've, I've put together a, quite a blurb. We've had them on our program. People can go back here at Let's Talk Faith and access that from, I think, the end of August, right. first yep. week of September. Yep. Let's talk faith.com. Yeah, and so just go to the, the uh, podcast, go to the end of August, first uh, program of September. You get to hear this amazing champion. He's an apostle of truth. He's a modern-day C.S. Lewis. His book, Story of Reality, is being compared to mere Christianity, okay. rightly so. And so the fact that he's going to be our banquet speaker, April 6th, wow. Friday, on the, uh, you know, the Rusty Pelican uh, ballroom, it's going to be exciting to have him here in person, and uh, he's going to be doing a lot of other things. There's so many resources, and I might just thank the people of Ratio Christi who represent apologetics on virtually every secular campus. We were talking about how tough it yes. is on campuses. Yep. 
And so Mike Bossman, based down, I believe, in the Naples area, he leads uh, for this whole region. But there's, I think, over, they're up to 1,000 representatives on campuses here and overseas, including high school campuses, re- representing the truth of Christ through the powerful message of apologetics. It's an amazing time to be alive. Well, we're so thankful that uh, during this amazing time, we have such a qualified apologist here on the air at Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl, along with Dr. Tom Woodward of the C.S. Lewis Society. You hear him Saturday afternoons at 5 during the Universe Next Door. Just a, a scheduling note, beginning November 4th, the program will air Saturdays at 1030 in the morning here on Faith Talk. And we're so excited for that. Uh, Dr. Woodward, as we, as we continue the conversation, there are so many different questions people have. There are philosophical questions about faith. There's science. When we look at uh, DNA and we look at uh, the way this world has been constructed, there's things we see in space. What are the big questions? What are the recurring questions that you encounter hmm. uh, in apologetics? Well, of course, the number one probably is how do you really know that God exists? I mean, other than my imagination or... Uh, supposal uh, can you really know you know and and I and I would point out and answer that of course the the great arguments the moral argument which C.S. Lewis uses at the opening of his book Mere Christianity those opening five chapters and then of course the design argument but ultimately the powerful evidence from re- the resurrection of Christ himself vindicating and validating what he was saying about himself that he was the God's messenger God himself taking human flesh paying for our penalty rising again so the other th- questions might be, well, if God exists, what about this pain, suffering, wickedness, evil, that whole disastrous right. the problem of pain, problem of pain. Yeah. yeah. So theodicy is, is involved. Another big question now is how do you even know that there is truth? Because the postmodern, even though it's waning a bit, it's still at its near its high watermark. Postmodernism as a movement has done tremendous damage, even to science. The science um, top guys, you know, they're – uh, kind of, you know, people at the ramparts, you know, looking for the opposition. They're almost uh, venting more rage against the postmodernists than they are against us creation well, advocates. Well, it's, it's, it's tough because we have come to a place where I can show you double-blind testing on a given, mm-hmm. let's say, a given vaccine or a chemical or some type of scientific mm-hmm. uh, endeavor. Sure. And peer-reviewed papers. Mm-hmm. And this is how it works. And look, we're going to drop the baking soda and the vinegar together, and you're going to see this reaction <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to put the cookies on a very low shelf. Uh, and at the end of it, somebody just looks and goes, yeah, that's that's not my truth. <laughs> it's true for you, but it's not true <laughs> it's for me. for me. And you're like, yeah. but that just happened. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, and what we say, and, and as a rhetorician, that was my Ph.D. You know, work was in the science rhetoric area, the rhetoric of science. How do you know within science that something is true? And it gets into what's called by, by philosophers, they always love these long words, you know, epistemology. <laughs> well, the epistemic virtues of science are that they can be tested. You can validate them through your own eyeballs and your hearing and extensions of your five senses. And that's where, in a way, I say the Bible is brilliantly scientific. That may shock you, Bill. <laughs> Not a, well. but, but there's so many places in the Bible where accounts are included which are like a lab report. The details, which you didn't have to give, are just presented. And they have no spiritual meaning. There's no higher like, oh, there's something really metaphorical. There's nothing on. allegorical. There's no nothing yeah. allegorical. It's yeah. just the, the facts, man, the facts. To go back to Dragnet of the 1950s. Now, maybe 2% of the listeners know what I'm talking about here. But, but seriously, the, 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 
the, the feel, and C.S. Lewis remarked on this many times, the feel of the Bible is anything but mythological. It reads like this unique genre, which is a, a collision of, um, you know, talking to people over the back fence, uh, like your neighbors, and, and lab reports and newspaper reports and, and encouraging, you know, other people, hey, hang in there because the God who loves you, the God who sent Jesus is real, and he will work in your situation today. Mm. That's so strong. And that's really what it all boils down to. At the end of the day, Mm. whatever the conversation is over coffee, it Mm. ends uh, with Jesus Christ Mm. and our salvation. Listen, the website is apologetics.org. That's apologetics.org for the C.S. Lewis Society. And I hope you listen to The Universe uh, next door this Saturday afternoon at 5 o'clock with myself and Dr. Tom Woodward. And I also want to remind you, uh, and Dr. Woodward, I'm going to let you speak to this. Tell us once again about the Fall Fellowship Dinner with Dr. Jim Huda. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great dinner. We've got, got some surprises, some humor, uh, and some testimonies. Uh, we, we're going to be having a lecture, a talk, I should say. It's not a lecture. It's just a heart-to-heart talk by one of the major pioneers in, in uh, the construction, the weaving together of the heart in the, ba- in the mother's womb, the baby heart. And so he's an expert on how the DNA controls that, but he's going to talk about the spiritual heart that all of us have, how DNA is a, is a clue to the mystery of how you can have a healthy heart, physically but also spiritually. I'm going to be sharing great news. And by the way, it has something to do with Christ and also fantastic or we call overwhelming evidence. So we're going to be giving a preview of our work. Uh, working, We're working in discussions with the Ravi Zacharias ministry. That we're excited about what is in the offing for that. Uh, at Princeton University itself and some other great locations and uh, annual apologetics conference coming up in Bahamas. So we just want to get people excited about the Lord and if they, as the Lord God leads them, excited about uh, being with us and maybe helping us. Well, we'd love to have you there November 5th, Crescent Oaks Country Club, the C.S. Lewis Fall Fellowship Dinner. And again, the website is apologetics.org. Dr. Woodward, it's been just so great this week to have you in, to have these conversations. And I always look forward to our Saturday conversations, especially because I can just kind of listen and take it all in. I feel like I'm auditing courses for free. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Don't send me a bill. I will not. (laughs) God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Bill Bunkley Show here on Faith Talk 570910 and FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl. disaster strikes, the safety of our loved ones is all-consuming. Create a family communications plan today and gain peace of mind in knowing how to reach your loved ones when it matters most. Hi, I'm Congressman Gus Bilorakis. Do you know how to reach your loved one in case of an emergency? Do you have a plan? I urge you to be disaster aware and take action to prepare. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Correspondent Zaina Karam reports Syrian fighters say the Islamic State group has been defeated in Raqqa. The U.S.-backed Syrian force, known as the Syrian Democratic Forces, held a press conference inside the city of Raqqa this morning. They declared victory over the Islamic State group in its formal so-called capital of Raqqa, and they announced that the city is now free of any extremist presence. In a highly symbolic move, the press conference was held inside the city's sports stadium, which Islamic State militants had turned into an arms depot, and a huge prison where they incarcerated and tortured their opponents. There are more people without health insurance this year. Correspondent Mike Kempen has the latest on a survey released today. The number of U.S. adults without health insurance is up to nearly 3.5 million this year, according to the Gallup ShareCare Wellbeing Index. The increase comes at a time of rising premiums and political turmoil over Obamacare. The uninsured rate among adults was 12.3% from July through September. That's an increase of nearly 1.5 percentage points since the end of last year. Insurance analysts think the number of uninsured will continue to rise unless President Trump and Congress take steps to stabilize insurance markets. Mike Hemp in Washington. Suicide bombers struck two mosques in Afghanistan during Friday prayers, a Shiite mosque in Kabul and a Sunni mosque in western Gore province, killing at least 63 people at the end of a particularly deadly week for the troubled nation. The Afghan president issued a statement condemning both attacks and saying that country's security forces would step up the fight to eliminate the terrorists who target Afghans of all religions and tribes. In the attack in Kabul, a suicide bomber walked into the Shiite mosque where he detonated his explosives vest, killing 30 and wounding 45. On Wall Street, the dot by 166. More on these stories at townhall.com. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice? Don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-501-6643. That's 800-501-6643. 800-501-6643. 
A jury is now picked in the murder case that stoked the illegal immigration debate nationally, as we hear from correspondent Mike Grazia. A jury has been selected in San Francisco for the trial of Mexican national Jose Inez Garcia Zarate in the case that sparked a national debate over sanctuary cities. The 54-year-old Zarate is charged with the murder of 32-year-old Kate Steinle in July 2015. Steinle was fatally shot while on an evening stroll with her father on the crowded San Francisco pier. Zarate, who had been deported five times, was homeless in San Francisco. He acknowledged holding the gun, but said it accidentally discharged. I'm Mike Rossia. Police say that 21-year-old worker shot and killed himself at a Ford Motor Factory in suburban Detroit. The man shot himself Friday when confronted by officers who responded to a 911 call from the plant. Jacoby Hennings had been working part-time since March, was disgruntled, and had a work-related problem. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. GM has reached a multi-million dollar settlement with 49 states in the District of Columbia over defective ignition switches that were blamed for dozens of crashes. You might remember in 2014, General Motors recalled 2.6 million small cars worldwide because the ignition switches could flip into the off position while driving, shutting down the engines. GM says there were 124 deaths under this $122 million settlement. The jurisdiction suing GM for consumer protection violations agree to end their investigations. Every state except Arizona had sued. GM has paid into a victim's fund and promised to improve vehicle safety efforts. I'm Jackie Quinn. Jurors will begin deliberating Monday in the case of a Massachusetts pharmacist charged with murder in a meningitis outbreak that killed 76 people. Pharmacist Glenn Chin is charged with second-degree murder. More at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Bill Carl. It's been great to be with you. Bill Bunkley will be back on Monday. We've had a terrific week and looking forward to more great opportunities to talk here during this hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. In fact, coming up next, we will be talking with George Stanky. George is a pastoral counselor with Focus on the Family. This is Clergy Appreciation Month and kind of piggybacking off of what we talked about yesterday with Dr. Rod White from Sola Scriptura. We're going to talk about some of the things pastors go through, some of the uh, issues that they confront on a daily basis that we may not be conscious of. Things that we go, oh yeah, I guess I guess I could tell my pastor that I love him a little bit more. It, doesn't he know that I really appreciate his teaching? Well, maybe we can talk about that a, a little bit in terms of uh, opening up that world, pulling the blinds back so you can see what it's like uh, in the ministry for your pastor. Looking forward to that coming up next. 
And then later on this hour, we're going to be talking with Ben Kaiser from Movie Guide. Two movies out in theaters now. Same kind of different as me. Faith-based movie. Started out with Paramount. Ended up with Pure Flix. Renee Zellweger's in this movie. Excellent actress. Uh, also, George or George Kinnear. Greg Kinnear and uh, John Voight. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the movie Only the Brave. And a couple other things happening in Hollywood that deserve our attention. It's all coming up on the Bill Bunkley Show here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Coming up next, George Stanky from Focus on the Family. Thanks for listening today. So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either, and that is a beautiful thing too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. Bible. When most people hear the word leprosy, they wonder if it still even exists. But leprosy does exist. It's a disease that cripples and disfigures, sinking adults and children alike into lives of shame and isolation. The man with leprosy said to Jesus, Lord, if you are willing, you can heal me. Jesus said, I am willing. Are you willing? You can stop leprosy. Right now, you have an incredible opportunity to help and heal children who are suffering. Because it costs only $90 to cure leprosy in three people, you can be the source of their healing. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. Give now to help those suffering with leprosy. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-443-0838, 800-443-0838. That's 800-443-0838. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. You've heard the popular sayings about opportunity, like this one. Opportunity knocks on the door, but we still have to get up to answer it. And this one. The sign on the door of opportunity reads push. And this one, opportunities are seldom labeled as such. Well, there's a lot of wisdom in those sayings, but there's a greater piece of wisdom about opportunity for the Christian. God oversees the events of our lives. He puts opportunities before us every day that we may miss if we're not careful even if it's just the opportunity to speak a word of encouragement to a family member or friend. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's opportunities on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. Saturday afternoons at 5. 
Join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. So what we're seeing here is just an amazing explosion of new evidence and new analysis showing that it doesn't fit the Darwinian theory by any way, shape, or form. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday afternoons at 5 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. It's been a pleasure to be with you all week. And Bill returns Monday, his trip to Lebanon with uh, Hearts for Lebanon. We're looking forward to hearing some of those stories as we learn more about that ministry. Also, just a reminder that there's still time for you to jump online. Go to letstalkfaith.com, pop in the keyword life to receive Pastor Philip DeCourcy's four-part series, Matters of Life and Death on a USB drive. You can plug that into your computer and take in his messages on abortion, suicide, Uh, euthanasia, and capital punishment. And what is the Christian worldview on that? How do we look at those biblically? And what can we bring to a world in terms of the love, the grace, and the truth of Jesus Christ? That's available to you at letstalkfaith.com when you pop in the keyword life. So pretty uh, timely interview. We're about to talk with George Stanky. He's a pastoral counselor with Focus on the Family. All this week, we've had different ministers in. We had Pastor Joe Mo Cousins, Dr. Stephen Rummage, Dr. Evan Burroughs, Dr. Rod White from Sola Scriptura Bible College. And uh, I just think it's interesting that the timing has worked out during Clergy Appreciation Month for us to talk to a pastoral counselor who has also been a pastor. George, first of all, thanks for joining us on the Bill Bunkley program today. It is a pleasure to be with you. Uh, as we look at your background, in addition to your many years of experience as a counselor and on the board of directors at Wings of Grace Counseling Services in Colorado, a charter member of the Association of Biblical Counselors, and uh, someone who is also an ordained minister, you've probably sat on both sides of the desk in a warm, well-furnished room and worked out some big issues for pastors. Can you talk a little bit about that? I have. When I was a pastor... I was uh, I was saying to my wife, I think I might be in trouble. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I was having anger towards her. I wasn't expressing it, thankfully, mm. but just emotionally, things were building in my heart, and I could not figure out what was going on. So I had a meeting with our elders, and I informed them about it, and said, "Guys, I've got to go see Doctor Mike because I may be in really big trouble." After the third session, he said, George, I know what the problem is, and I was scared to hear what he had to say. <laughs> did you hear get your drum roll? You know, or, yeah. It's like, man, I'm, my, I'm white-knuckling it. And he said, George, you're suffering from burnout. Mm. And as soon as he told me, I knew exactly, exactly what I needed to do to fix the problem. And I was grateful as a pastor to know that there was someone I could go to and trust. That's a big deal, too. I think pastors and their families find themselves in a place where they're trying to reach out and minister to the people who sit in the pews. And you want to be as connected as you possibly can be. But there's also a measure of safety, a measure that has to be held back because 
they need to understand that that you're not Superman, that you're a human being, and, and that you know you can't always make that decision to be there at three in the morning. That is so true, and you just hit on something so important because so many pastors have the feeling that they're on 24-hour, seven-day-a-week call, and they can't say no. Mm. That's right. We're with George Stanky, pastoral counselor with Focus on the Family. The website is focusonthefamily.com. George has been in ministry for over 30 years, serving 14 of those as a senior pastor, Uh, married now for 40-plus years to Linda, five children, 16 grandchildren, Let's talk a little bit more about some of the stresses that pastors undergo. You know, in addition to being accountable to their congregations, Hebrews 13 tells us they're accountable to God, uh, accountable for those that have been placed in their charge. Talk about that tension. Well, it's interesting. Just got the statistics today from our counseling department, and it's interesting. The three major concerns— Marriage was 30 Mm percent, church concerns, 27 percent, sexual concerns, 27 percent. And of that 27 percent for sexual concerns, 54, excuse me, 57 percent was in regard to affairs and infidelity. Mm. How does that happen? I mean, it seems like pastors and people in leadership in general are prone uh, to that type of temptation, are often confronted with that. Uh, I sat with a pastor a number of years ago when I was a ministry intern. And, I mean, I watched at a dinner table while a, a congregation member, it, it was it was like you could feel that in the air. Now, he was a wise man and a, a good, faithful husband, and he was able to, we talked about that, he and I later, and he said, did you see what happened? I said, I absolutely did. Yeah. What? What is what is that? Why is that? Sometimes, I mean, the pastor is a, in a position of authority. He's in a position of trust, and he has got a target on his back as big as there can be. There's a saying, if you strike the shepherd, you can scatter the sheep. Mm. So that lead pastor, that associate pastor, the youth pastor, if the devil can take him down— Man, he can do major damage to numerous families. So it's no surprise that the intensity of temptation would be so real. We're talking with George Stanky from Focus on the Family. It's Clergy Appreciation Month. And one of the things that's funny, it came up to me, or rather with me yesterday uh, on on our program, uh, George, we were talking about some of the struggles that pastors have uh, feeling appreciated, feeling yeah. like they're they're cared about. I would imagine that this type of thing is a component in that. But also, you know, there's there's a, just a certain amount of demand that being a pastor places on a person. They, 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 I guess you were saying, according to LifeWay Research, 84% of current pastors and 83% of former pastors, they say that they feel like they are on call 24 hours a day. Correct. Whoa, I can't even imagine Talk about that, and maybe even some of your own experiences as a senior as a senior pastor, how that plays out. Well, one of the things that complicates that is isolation. As you mentioned just a few minutes ago, you know, I may be in trouble, but I can't go to Brother Bob or mm-hmm. Sister Sister Mary. Who do I go to? I mean, if I can't talk to somebody in my congregation, and the sad thing is that a lot of 
pastors feel as they can't go to those who they are in submission to, like a district superintendent or, you know, an area minister, something of that nature. So if there's nobody that I can go to and I don't dare go to my wife because what is she going to say? She's going to freak out. So they just deal with it but they're not dealing with it. Mm. The good news is they can at least call here and talk to myself or one of our other pastors because we've been in the trenches. We understand the pain. We know the isolation personally because we walked that walk. And this is a good, safe place to process and to get resources and to really find some significant help. Uh, by the way, we're talking with George Stanky, pastoral counselor with Focus and the Family. You take an average of 250 calls a month providing counsel to those in need, and those include ministry leaders and ministry families. Um, what's the most common uh, issue? You talked about isolation. What are some other things that pop up? Well, as, as I mentioned earlier, marriage concerns are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, church concerns, you know, we've when the pastor's doing really great, very, very few compliments, but boy, he crosses the line one time and they're ready to hang in with a new rope. So just church concerns, and then again, just dealing with very real temptation. I mean, pornography in the pulpit is absolutely huge. Mm. It's on the it's on the increase, and it's not just guys. I've talked to some pastors' wives who are caught up in that whole thing of fantasy and pornography, and and it just mind-blowing. It's devastating. Well, I think the big thing is that, that, that has spurred that over the last 20 years or so is technology. You know, it used to be if you were tempted with that type of thing, it was geographical. You you had to go out and act on that. And now it's as close as uh, your browser on your on your mobile device. You are absolutely correct. And, and that protects that isolation. Mm-hmm. that uh, breeds all of it. And so I, I would imagine there's a there's a cycle there that's very are, difficult to break. Yeah, you're, you're correct. You're correct. And as far as, as trying to encourage that pastor so that he can be his best and do his best, something so simple, just a handwritten letter saying, Pastor, I appreciate you, Bill. You've been a blessing in my life. And I just want you to know I am committed to praying for you and your mm-hmm. family. That would be so huge. You know, we talked, that's something we've talked about here on the air as well. By the way, you're listening to Faith Talk, 570-910-FM102.1. I'm Bill Carl, in for Bill Bunkley with George Stanky, pastoral counselor with Focus on the Family. The website is focusonthefamily.com. And with 30 years experience and 14 as a senior pastor, George knows what he's talking about. I've said that, you know, for a pastor, and I've had friends who've gone through this, where the only commentary they will get after a Sunday morning in the pulpit or a Sunday evening and Wednesday night is somebody to walk up and critique their sermon or to say, (laughs) I would rather you use this translation of the Bible. Or, you know, I was watching TV this week and Brother Stanley said, um, (laughs) I've been in radio for 25 years and you don't want to be competitive and you don't want to, you know, cast aspersions on those in ministry beside you. But I have had people walk up to me and say things like when I was doing a morning show, oh, I listen to this other morning show. I like them better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your encouragement. (laughs) Oh, and you still want the bumper sticker. So so talk talk about talk about that. Let's 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 bring that back to the pulpit and the pew 
for the person listening who says, man, I, I never knew my pastor dealt with that sense of isolation or my pastor might feel this way or my pastor might need encouragement. I think a handwritten letter is great. What else can we do to encourage and lift up our pastors, not just this month, but all year round? Sure. Well, how about this? You know, having been in ministry for a long time, always had more month than money. Hmm. How about giving the pastor and his wife a child care certificate and a gift card to their favorite restaurant? Not only are we going to pay for you to have a nice meal, we're going to take care of those kids for you. Go out and have some fun. I like that a lot. And I think that's one of those things, again, pastors don't get a lot of. I, I tell my friends who are not Christians and who have a stereotype maybe built on televangelists or or uh, stories of uh, ill from the pulpit. I say, you know, most pastors I know are struggling financially. They're giving it all yeah. to to be a blessing. Many of them are giving of their own resources back to churches, mm. uh, the churches in which they are laboring. And for every pastor you see in a jet plane, there's a pastor driving around a 20-year-old VW hoping that it can make it to the next month to get the muffler put back on. <laughs> you are so true. <laughs> and <laughs> so I really like that. I like that idea of stepping up and maybe offering a night out or uh, a, um, a, you know, a dinner out and, and watching the kids. You know, uh, also, I think, too, when a, when a pastor and his wife say, hey, you know what, we need a break. We need a little vacation. You know, the Board of Elders and the church not making a big deal of that. You're You're correct. And... And Maybe even helping with that. Absolutely. First Timothy 5.17, the elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor, especially those who work in preaching and teaching. Mm. Let's honor them. You know, we don't, we don't muzzle the ox, but so many pastors are muzzled, and they love their families just like your listeners love their families. You know, they would like to have a vacation. They would like to actually have a day off. And I would say the majority of the pastors that I talk to, I'll always ask them, do you take a legitimate Sabbath rest? Mm. There's this pause. And I know when there's a pause, I already know what the answer is. Well, you know, we, we take a few hours here and there, but, but you know, we, we've, we've got hospital visitation and this and that. And I said, you know what? Burning the candle at both ends doesn't make you brighter. You are just wow. going to burn out. You know, my pastor friend, uh, uh, Evan Burroughs, and I spoke of this, and he has what's called a disconnect day. Excellent. Where the uh, his assistant at the church fields the calls. He gets out. He and his wife maybe hang out and have a date day or whatever. But on that day, he disconnects. And I think that's something, I mean, career-wide, I have another friend who's a business person, and we've talked about the need to have that Sabbath. God, Mm -hmm. you know, just like Scripture says, Sabbath was created for us. We were not created for the Sabbath. It's a day to rest and relax. And if that Sabbath happens to be on a Tuesday uh, and involves uh, getting outside into the fresh air, that's not a bad thing. That's excellent. Absolutely. Self-care and soul care. Two, two sides of the same coin. Now, how, what, what resources are there? I know Focus in the Family, that you're able to, to kind of direct people who are in need of resources. And I know that uh, there in Colorado that uh, you served as a member of the NET, local association of uh, pastors there in Colorado Springs for 10 years. 
Seems to me like that's important, and we try to do that at least during the year for our pastors with our Pastors Appreciation Day here at Salem Media Group. But what are some ways that pastors can put themselves in a position to be with other guys who are called to the ministry? Well, Bill, you're you're so right. Here's the thing. If it's not intentional, it's not going to happen. And you have to be willing to risk. Who do I know that I can trust until I become transparent and put it to the test? Mm. Um, We met with pastors and uh, ministry leaders every single month for two hours for years just to do life together. I mean, it was real. We shared our prayer request, said in every meeting, what's said here stays here. If this can't be a safe place, there's no reason for you to come. One of my accountability partners and, and close friends when we were planting our first church was the pastor of a Spanish uh, assembly of God. Thankfully, he was bivocational, mm-hmm. and his mother could cook. Ooh, mercy, <laughs> could that lady cook? Yeah. And, and it was so great because in a small little town, he was the only other pastor I knew that loved the Lord, that loved me, and we could help each other process. That is so awesome. And that's what you need. Uh, we're talking with George Stanky, pastoral counselor with Focus on the Family. It's Clergy Appreciation Month, focusonthefamily.com. Uh, if you're looking for resources, maybe on how to show appreciation to your pastor or your pastor looking for resources, that's a great place to start, focusonthefamily.com. Uh, George, we've just got a couple of minutes left before we've got to uh, head into our next break. But I did want to ask you. As you look back over your years counseling pastors, when I say, you know, success or you would not believe the miracle, is there a person or a story that jumps into your mind, a glory story, so to speak, of what God has done, and you've been able to be party to that? Absolutely. I had been at Focus for about two months, took the phone call. Pastor is going through a forced termination. Mm. We talked for about an hour, almost an hour and a half. We literally wept together. And I shared with him my experience of going through two forced terminations and just helped him to walk through, here's the things that you need to pay attention to. Here's the specific things that can be done. We finished the phone call. And as I was sitting there wiping the tears off my face, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, George, I've prepared you for 35 years for that call. Wow. That is so strong. I bet you went home glowing that night. Oh, I did. And for resources for pastors, go to thrivingpastor.com, thrivingpastor.com. If they're looking for a complete guide for clergy appreciation, they can download it in a PDF file. It's also in a Spanish version. If there's a minister there who just needs a safe place to call and talk, special phone number 844-427-7867. We are here, we're safe, and we would love to call. Let me have that phone number one more time. Uh, George, I appreciate that. We're going to write that down and make sure that we have that uh, in front of us. Go ahead. 844-427-7867. If you're a pastor, that's a number that you can call, 844-427-7867. Thrivingpastor.com is the website. George Stanky from Focus on the Family. Thank you so much for joining us. What a great conversation. I hope we can do it again sometime. Bill, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. And thank you for listening to the Bill Bunkley Show here on Faith Talk, 570, 910, FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl. 
We've got some great conversations ahead of us today. We're going to be talking with our friends from Movie Guide. Kevin Sorbo had a chance to talk to him in the last hour. I'm kind of thinking about that, Mike, because uh, not only the movies, the Breathe Bible, but Hercules. <laughs> we'll be back with more here in just a moment on Faith Talk 57910 FM 102.1. God bless you. Thanks for listening to The Bill Bunkley Show. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The killing of 58 people in Las Vegas did little to change Americans' opinions about gun laws. The nation's closely divided on whether restricting firearms would reduce such mass shootings or homicides, though a majority favor tighter laws as they have for several years, according to a new poll from the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research. The massive divide on stricter limits remains firmly in place. The survey was conducted from October 12th through 16th, about two weeks after 64-year-old Stephen Paddock fired on a crowded musical festival taking place across the street from his hotel room, killing 58 and wounding more than 540 before killing himself. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 166 points to 23,329. The Nasdaq rose 23, the S&P advanced 13. More on these stories at srnnews.com. From Paramount Pictures and Pure Flix comes Same Kind of Different as Me. Ron and Debbie Hall have everything they could ever want, except for a loving marriage. But when Debbie befriends a homeless man, their lives begin to intersect, and they are all changed forever. Amazing. How far a little 10, 11 care can go? Same Kind of Different as Me, based on the incredible true story and best-selling book, Now Playing. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and showtimes, go to samekindofdifferentasmemovie.com. Franklin Graham calls it a must-see. Don't you dare tell me about the love and the compassion of your so-called God. Mike Huckabee calls it a giant step forward for the faith-based genre. Do you believe that God hears? God always answers prayers. Jerry Falwell Jr. says Let There Be Light offers forgiveness and hope when it's needed most. Kevin Sorbo and Sean Hannity present the most anticipated Christian movie of the year. Let There Be Light. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13 in theaters October 27. Find a theater at lettherebelightmovie.com. Bill Bunkley here. Have you thought about how many people were involved in your last car or truck purchase? The salesperson, the sales manager, the general manager, finance and insurance managers, and on and on it goes. Getting through the sale can be a real grind. Not so at Rivard Buick GMC. When you buy from Rivard, the process is so streamlined that from the handshake on throughout the entire transaction, even finance and insurance, you work with one person and one person only. No other dealership does it this way. Such a refreshing way to buy a vehicle. And one of the family owners is always on hand should you need that special Rivard touch. Rivard is Florida's largest selling GMC Sierra dealer with over 100 in stock at all times. Check out the savings today at RivardBuickGMC.com. Once again, that website is RivardBuickGMC.com. Or visit Rivard on Route 60 in Brandon. And when you do... Tell him Bill Bunkley sent you. This is Charles Osgood for Exergen. 
You know, when our five kids were growing up, someone was always getting sick. But when you tried to take anybody's temperature, all chaos would break out. When you're struggling with a fussy, squirmy kid, there's no value in those old-fashioned thermometers we used to use. Now my grandkids have it easy. The Exogen Temporal Scanner has changed all that. Just swipe it over the forehead and you get a fast, accurate reading. You don't even have to wake them up. And it's so easy, even Grandpa can do it. Now that's what I call real value. What do you say when you're asked about abortion, suicide, euthanasia, and capital punishment? Do you know what the Bible says? Now you can, with the help of Pastor Philip DeCourcy from Know the Truth Radio. As Christians, we increasingly feel that we're waking up into a culture where things are different. And what was wrong is now right, and what is right is now wrong. Ask for your free USB flash drive on matters of life and death. Log on to letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. That's letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. How special is your birthday? Well, considering that God knit you together in your mother's womb, it's a pretty special day. So we want to celebrate with you. Join the Faith Talk Birthday Club. And on your birthday, we'll be happy to email our congratulations and coupons for some really nifty gifts from our friends at Sun Country Cleaners and the Bullet Hole, Sarasota. Join the Faith Talk Birthday Club at letstalkfaith.com. Make a way for, make a way for, make a way for the king, the king is coming. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. Been a pleasure to be with you all week long. Bill Bunkley returns on Monday, and I get to not go home worn out at the end of the day. Now, seriously, it has been just terrific to spend this time with you, at least in the afternoon. I never really get that chance, and I hope we can do it again at some point. Uh, welcoming now to uh, the Bill Bunkley Show, Ben Kaiser from Movie Guide. Ben, thanks for joining us. And I have to say this we're in that kind of weird point in the year where we're stuck between the summer blockbusters, which there weren't a whole lot of them that really made a dent, and the movies that will be coming out for the holidays. Uh, And it's kind of one of those times my wife wanted to go out to the movies the other night, and we were both like, hey, I don't know. I think maybe we should just end up doing something on Amazon. Uh, But uh, give us some hope, man. What's out there right now that you'd say, man, I would go see that, and I would just see it before it was out of theaters? there's two pretty good options out this week probably some of the better options we've had in the last month or two and the first one is uh same kind of different as me this is comes from pure flicks entertainment which is the same studio that did god's not dead and the case for christ it was originally actually developed uh for paramount uh but uh pure flicks ended up picking picking it up to distribute it and it stars renee zellweger greg kinnear uh, some fantastic actors in this movie. And the story is it's based on the true story of, of this couple uh, that live in Mississippi, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Ron Hall and his wife, uh, Debbie. And they're having marital problems. Uh, Ron uh, uh, admits to his wife that he ha- had an affair and that everything is on the rocks. 
And Debbie, who's this fervent Christian, uh, convinces her husband that if, if he's going to stick it out and try to help fix this marriage, he needs to come to church with her, and he needs to commit to serving in the homeless ministry that she serves in. So he, he's committed. He's like, okay, I, you know, I want to uh, uh, fix this marriage. So he starts serving at the uh, homeless ministry. And there's this homeless man that keeps coming uh, uh, to the uh, to the food line, and his name's Denver. He's played by a, the terrific actor, and I'm going to butcher the name, but it's uh, Jimun Hunsu, I believe is how you pronounce it. He people will recognize him from movies like Gladiator. Oh, but, uh, that guy he, is excellent. I mean, he oh, yeah. he's he was in Amistad. Yeah, and, terrific. Just actor. outstanding actor. And he, he gets probably the best performance of the movie. And uh, uh, as he's uh, he's at place, this homeless man who just has a really complicated past of of abuse and racism. And he doesn't he doesn't trust people immediately. Mm-hmm. And Debbie goes out of her way to to reach out to him. And he's very skeptical of of the uh, attention that he's receiving from uh, Debbie and Ron. Uh, but a friendship actually develops. And uh, as uh, they do this, they're able to share the love of God with this guy and even transform his life. And through that act of service, it also begins to heal the marriage between Ron and Debbie. So it's a really touching story. There's some real tear-jerking moments in the in the movie we gave it four stars uh it's very entertaining uh the performances are great the writing could have been a little more tight but as a whole it's a it's a top-notch uh production uh there is uh some light cautions uh there's you know discussion of uh adultery nothing's shown and i believe there's just a few cuss words so we do advise Mm -hmm. caution for for children this is maybe for older teenagers or adults but it's a terrific faith-based option that's out there. The movie is the same kind of different as me. And a couple of thoughts on that. Actually, we have a friend who uh, has met Denver. I believe he, Denver has passed on now. Am I correct in that? Do you know? Can't speak I, to no, that? I am not okay. sure. I would, I would hate to speak out of line on that. So a lot of people have been affected by that story. The other thing, and I mean, Renee Zellweger, Greg Kinnear, uh, and I can't say his name either. I just know he was in Amistad and in Gladiator, the guy who plays Denver. So I'm not going to take a shot at that. But these are all really top flight actors. And, and, and let me ask you this question. It sounds kind of frank, and I don't mean it to be kind of a backhanded compliment. But, but man, are Christian movies, are faith-based movies, are, are they getting better? I mean, you know, it seems like... We're on an upward curve because I've seen some and I was just like, I went to see this because I'm a Christian and I want to support the art. And you come away going, oh, I wouldn't I just I, I I went I did my I did my good deed for the day. And then it just seems like that these that, that Christian movies, that the quality and the actors that they're getting to be in these, I, they're just turning into real movies. Oh, totally. And, you know, it was actually originally, like I said earlier, it was uh, being made by Paramount Pictures, which mm-hmm. is one of the, you know. So it was greenlit uh, by a major studio. Oh, yeah. And the filmmakers, uh, many of the filmmakers behind it actually aren't believers. So it wasn't necessarily even, you know, greenlit or started as a Christian movie. But, you know, the the content that's just comes naturally out of the story itself is very faith oriented. 
So that that's the the beginning of it, and then Paramount decided that they didn't want to release it. So that gave Pureflix an ample opportunity to pick it up because it works perfectly with their their uh, target audience. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of a uh, just a perfect storm of of events, and uh, I think it'll do well. It also stars John Voight, who's a very well known Academy Award winning actor. And he but is yeah, just, yeah, he's superb. Everybody in that cast, that ensemble, is worth watching uh, in and of themselves. I. Uh, I love Renee Zellweger. I've always thought so much of her acting, and it seems like the last few years, and and this is just my perception, you just haven't seen her a lot. It'll be great to see her on the screen again. It's true. I think one of my favorite performances for her was actually A Beautiful Mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, nope, no, no, nope. not beautiful. Cinderella Mind. Man, Cinderella Man. Yeah, that's right, Cinderella Man. <laughs> I, I was mixing up. The You're thinking Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, she was just she was excellent in that movie and and in so many others. Um, and so we're excited to see that movie. Same kind of different as me. Great date night movie. Maybe uh, the older teenagers go along for the ride on that. Okay, another uh, movie out in theaters uh, that I've seen the trailers for, but I haven't gotten out to see Only the Brave, which features another just outstanding actor in Josh Brolin. Oh, yeah. And this one, you know, touches real close to home because here in California, we've been facing yes. historically tragic uh, wildfires. And this real this movie really uh, you know upholds uh, you know American firefighters as the heroes they are and the dangers that they face running into uh, the deadliest fires you've ever seen. And uh, this uh, particular movie takes place in Arizona, and it's specifically about uh, these these really hardcore firefighters called Hot Shots. And these guys, uh, they're not in the helicopters. They're not in, you know they are like in the wilderness fighting the fires with shovels and it is insane the things that they do and uh josh uh, brolin is as uh, one of the captains and he brings on this younger guy played by miles teller who has a history of uh, uh substance abuse and he's trying to get his you know life on the right track so josh brolin's character is uh gonna see if this young guy can cut it out as a hot shot and he's, you know, kind of uh, seeing if he's fit enough, if he's, if he's got the, you know, mental capacity. But then there's also just the courage level, the the amount of courage you have to have to run into uh, the fire and face it on. Uh, so it's it's a really well-directed movie. Uh, Joseph Kaczynski, who did the Tron Legacy reboot, uh, it directs this one. And it just it feels so real as they're fighting these fires. Uh, it's very well written. The characters uh, are are, comp- are very well uh, uh, drawn, and they have great arcs. Uh, it's not it's not a family movie. There's definitely some some PG thirteen cursing throughout the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and some intense violence. But uh, uh, if you're looking for for an action movie and one that's also uh, infused with some you know patriotic like content that makes you like really uh you know proud to be an american and and happy and grateful for for firefighters that put their lives on the line uh only the brave is what it's called and uh it's also a really excellent movie it's another date night movie definitely not so much for the kids we're talking with ben kaiser from movie guy the managing editor and it's funny ben as you were talking i was just looking josh brolin was originally in the goonies which makes me feel older than dirt <laughs> so, you know, uh, to see that guy grow up and then he's now, you know, like the old grizzled veteran helping out. That's kind of something. You're listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide is with us, Not only can you see what's a good movie in terms of plot and acting and story, 
but what you can feel comfortable watching yourself, putting before your eyes or before the eyes of your children. Hey, let's talk a couple. Uh, uh, talk about a couple other issues that are unfortunately uh, right in front and center. Of course, the the Harvey Weinstein uh, scandal with harassment and that ongoing. And it just seems like every day that story gets bigger and that story gets worse. And uh, you guys are saying that a study from 20 years ago could have predicted this. How is that? Yeah, so as this unfortunate scandal, you know, was hitting the news, and it's still all over the news, more and more people are coming out. Uh, we saw this study for, uh, that was done by researchers at uh, Purdue uh, University, and they analyzed 48, 48 hours of primetime television. This is, this is 1997, mm-hmm. and they found that 84% of the shows on primetime television contained at least one incident of, of sexual harassment or sexual assault. And also not necessarily showing it in a negative light, but also like showing uh, uh, really bad reactions uh, to this behavior, uh, not helpful reactions, I should say. Right. So, so for and it just you know it, we've been saying this for a long time for for decades now. Uh, uh, people, you know, whether it's on TV or in the movie theaters, uh, the brain, the minds of uh, of you know the current generation has been framed in a specific way that the culture has been trying to frame it. And a lot of the cases, it's celebrating it's celebrating lust. It's celebrating pornography. It's celebrating all these things that, that objectify women in, in negative lights. You know, we see movies like Baywatch uh, come out uh, earlier this year that, mm-hmm. that promotes the objectification of women and, and says that this is something that's funny and it's, it's harmless. It's not going to hurt anyone. But it does have effects because you have people like Harvey Weinstein that just feed off of that. And well, of let me let me let me jump in here, and I'm I'm not going to contradict you, but I, I do want to bring this up in, in reference to this because Harvey Weinstein apparently this has gone back decades and decades into the into the you know the 70s and the 80s and and prior to that. Do you find it a positive thing though that we're now in an environment where this is being called out, whereas before maybe it was brushed under the rug? Because apparently I was, you know, the New York Times author who broke this story said she had been after it for many, many years and that kept getting, it kept getting pushed. Is there there something pushed back on her? Do you feel like there's any positive light in this and the fact that somebody had the courage, some folks had the courage to speak up and say no more? So Ben, there is some positive, I think, though, in today's culture where that would be exposed, where somebody would not put up with that anymore. What do you think about that? Well, to- I mean, totally. I mean, the Bible says to expose the fruitless works of darkness, and I think it is encouraging to to see that we're in a culture where we're not gonna we're not gonna stand for that behavior anymore. But I also believe, as believers in Jesus, that we need to uh, present the alternative. Mm. You know, if if you're simply only exposing the darkness, it's just gonna be a, a cyclical pattern. And we 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 have a solution that that transforms hearts and that's ultimately what we want to see is we want to see people yes change their behavior but also change their heart and and want to practice self-control both in uh their body but also in their mind and and that's what we're trying to do here at movie guide is is train people that you know yes you should not act a certain way but we also should be protecting our our minds and our hearts from from thinking certain ways as well and uh and that's that's kind of where our, our culture is at, and that's what we have to really uh, 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 battle because 
so often uh, people just want to uh, change the behavior, change the behavior, and that's all and good, but we also have to reach to the heart, especially we have to train the hearts and minds of the next generation and, and treat them that objectifying women is not okay. It's not what God calls us to do. We're supposed to protect and we're supposed to uh, uh, lift up and encourage and be, uh, you know, just, you know, follow the example yeah. of Jesus. It's an opportunity not just to expose darkness, but to raise up the standard and to bring hope and light. So that's awesome. Thank you for uh, for going through that discussion. I, it's not an easy thing to talk about, but I think it's particularly on this program. And, you know, when we talk to Movie Guide, because you guys are so great at, you know, getting to these issues, uh, it's an appropriate uh, conversation. Let's have some encouragement, though, now. Uh, great story coming out of Hollywood. Fast and Furious actor Tyrese Gibson just did something really neat for his mom. Talk about that. Yeah, Tyrese Gibson, uh, he's starred in almost all of the Fast and Furious uh, movies. And he did something really cool. He frequently posts, uh, you know, encouraging videos on Facebook and Instagram. But he was talking about uh, how his his mother, whom he says practically ruined his childhood because of her addiction to alcohol, uh, uh, has turned her life around. He was talking about how she's celebrating 11 years of sobriety. And because of this, he he decided to buy his mother a home, a, a brand new house. And uh, he was just talking about what God has done in his life, both to, to forgive her, but also to see her, her heart transformed and her life transformed as well as his, and that reconciliation that's coming. I think it was just encouraging to see because day after day, we were getting negative news, negative news, just horrible things happening in this world. And this was a, just a really sweet story coming out of Hollywood of reconciliation, but reconciliation through the power of Jesus. And he definitely uh, uh, gives all the credit to God for, for, be, for being the instigator of that, of that reconciliation. So we have a little article on that at movieguide.org. And if you're just looking for something that you know, is uplifting in, in this uh, world of negative news, I, I recommend you, you read it. It's an encouraging read. MovieGuide.org is the website. Ben Kaiser is the managing editor. And uh, the movies that you may want to check out uh, this weekend, same kind of different as me. Great uplifting story. Renee Zellweger, Greg Kinnear, and uh, John Voight and a number of others in that movie. It's a true story or based on a true story. Uh, Older teenagers, mom and dad, you're good for to go for that. Only the Brave with Josh Brolin. Uh, that uh, kind of adventure epic movie uh, about the fires, and I know that's tough for some of our friends out on the West Coast who are living that movie reality right now, but uh, definitely worth getting on out for. But again, that's one of the ones that's maybe just mom and dad or college going out for a date night. That's not really one you're going to want to take the kids to. You can learn more at movieguide.org. Hey, Ben, thanks for talking with us. I really do appreciate that. Thanks so much, Bill. Have a great weekend. And thank you for spending this week with us here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. It has been a terrific week with guests like Stephen Rummage and Evan Burroughs and Dr. Rod White and so many others. Uh, Dottie Gruber Skipper joined us, and we had a terrific time with her. Uh, it has just been a real blessing uh, to be able to share this with you, and we're thankful for that. Also thankful that Bill Bunkley will be back on Monday with lots to bring to the table, lots of stories, I'm sure. And I'm sure you'll be able to check out our Facebook page. I'm sure he'll bring some pictures along with that and uh, share his stories from Lebanon. It's just been really, really terrific. And i got to say a big thank you to 
Mike Miracle, who has uh, been our producer this week. Well, he's a producer every week. I'm actually the guy who walked in and sat in the chair. Not very often, guy. Uh, but, uh, man, you keep it smooth, brother. I know you don't have the mic popped up in front of you, but uh, you're, you've been outstanding to work with, so we're, we're thankful for that. Ah, and now I'm ready for the weekend, and I hope I see you in church on Sunday, and I hope you uh, take the, advan- or the advice of George Stanky, pastoral counsel from Focus on the Family. Tell your pastor you love him this Sunday. When he comes down off the pulpit and you're walking out, rather than saying, you know, I don't know if that passage is really the way it should have been talked about. Say, God bless you. Thank you for a great message. Can I take you to lunch? And if I can't take you to lunch, can I get you and your wife a gift card to go anywhere you want for dinner and we'll watch the kids too? I like that as we uh, cap off Pastoral Appreciation Month at the end of October here. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you early Monday morning back in the morning show. I'm Bill Carl. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1, and listening live at com. Have a great weekend. down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.